Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back into Sports Talk. The NFL Combine cranking up tomorrow with on-field activities. Meanwhile, all kinds of interviews going on. Uh, head coach Dennis Allen of the Saints spoke today to some of the media. Uh, clipped out some of the best clip uh, audio from it here. What DA had to say today. Going to hear about Clint Kubiak, Ryan Ramchek, even uh, training camp being held in California, which was confirmed. Here's Dennis Allen at the combine. Can you explain what you liked about Clint Kubiak and kind of specifically try to identify? I mean, that's such a wide spread system that's now on half the different offenses in the league, both, but what part of it you feel like it'll be the Saints version of it? Yeah, well, look, I, I mean, I would say this, you know, Initially, I'd say I've, I've kind of followed the Kubiak family. Gary played at Texas A&M, so hell, I grew up watching him uh, play football. Uh, he was coaching at A&M when I was playing. Clint was probably running around out on the field at that time. Um, and, and so I've kind of followed that, that family. I've followed that system of football. I've been against that system of football. Um, and I think it's really difficult to defend. Um, and so that was kind of the initial thought that drew me uh, to, to Clint and, and that system. And then and just getting an opportunity to visit with him and then doing my background research and people that I've talked to that have worked with him uh, or he's worked for, um, you know, this guy is a, he's, he's highly intelligent, uh, he's creative, um, and he's, he's a grinder. He's going he's gonna to work to find the uh, the answers and, and the solutions. And so uh, I'm excited about, you know, what I think he can bring to our organization. What can you say about where you guys stand with Marshawn Lattimore? I, I know his contract got tinkered with. I mean, yeah, there look, been talks with him about yeah, look, staying together, look, possible trade? Lattimore's on our football team. He's a good football player. He's been a good football player for us. And so, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of things that happen, you know, throughout the offseason, but, um, but, you know, that's a that's a big part of our team right now. You obviously didn't make many changes to the defensive staff. Then uh, the the one element uh, you guys changed a lot of personnel on the defensive line last year. You brought in a new defensive line coach. I mean, why didn't you get the the run defense where you wanted it to be? And and how far off do you think that is? Well, I don't think it's qu- I don't think it's as far off as 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 many might think. Um, you know, obviously, look, we played really good run defense for a long period of time and so obviously anytime there's a drop off in that area you know it's a little bit of a cause for uh for concern um 
But I feel good about where we're going to be, you know, in terms of being able to stop the run. And ultimately, look, ultimately the job of the defense is is to, A, get the ball back for the offense, uh, which I felt like we did a pretty good job of taking the ball away, uh, and B, eliminate points. And I feel like we did a pretty good job of doing that also. So uh, although I think we need to improve in the run game, I think there's some, some things that we need to be better there. I think we need to improve in terms of our ability to rush the passer. Um, um, and I don't think that we played um, as well as I think we're capable of defensively. Uh, and yet I still think we were productive. Can you speak to how important this offseason is for Penning, just considering it's his first offseason where he really gets to work on technique? And- yeah, look, I think it's huge. Um, I mean, I think, look, here's the good news. The good news is is that, you know, he, he's coming in with a clean slate. Uh, he's coming in healthy. So he's going to have a, an opportunity to go through a full offseason program both from a lifting perspective and from a practice perspective. And I think those are two critical things when you're talking about, you know, still a, a young guy. I know this is going into his third year, but he missed basically his whole rookie season. Uh, and then last year, um, you know, he, he missed all the offseason program before, you know, being put in as a, as a starting left tackle. So I think this is going to be an uh, important offseason for him. Um, and I think being able to start on a clean slate with a, with a lot of new eyes on you, uh, I think will be beneficial for you. Speaking of health, how's Ryan actually? Yeah, look, I think Ryan's getting better. Um, you know, he's obviously, um, you know, he's, he's he's got a knee that that you know he and we are going to have to manage. Uh, but we feel much better about where he's at today than where he was maybe you know a month month and a half ago. Uh, I know, obviously, a lot was made about Jameis at the end of the season. Were you able to share a little bit about kind of where things stand with him going into the offseason? Yeah, I think I think I think Jameis is still under contract as we sit here right now, and and uh, there's a lot of things that happen throughout the you know offseason program. We'll see see how those things uh, you know play out. But as we sit and look, I know Jameis has said I want to go and be a starter, you know, and and uh, you know obviously that's that's something that that he aspires to do and. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how things play out. You mentioned Ramchek. How did the team come out of the season health-wise overall? These are probably always a few surprises about surgeries and things like that. Yeah, um, there, there was nothing after the season that, that, uh, that came up of any significance where we were having major surgeries that we didn't know were going to take place. Um, I'd say we probably had, you know, a handful of surgeries that guys had that we kind of knew was coming, you know, we'll manage that. I, I don't think, other than than uh, probably Nephi, I don't know that we have anybody that I expect to not be ready for training camp. There's going to be some guys that will be, you know, minimal to limited throughout, you know, the off-season program, OTAs, minicamp. But um, as we sit here right now, I think he's the only one that I think is probably uh, not going to be ready for the start of training camp. I know uh, there's reasons to take training camp out of town because of construction facility stuff. Is that something you felt was this team was ready for? Would you have wanted to do that regardless as a coaching yeah, decision? Yeah. Um, look, I like training in New Orleans. I like training in the heat. I like being able to have the fans come out to practice. Um, and yet, that heat element is is a major factor in terms of you know recovery and things of that nature. And so. Um, and I, and I think every now and then it's it's good to have a have a change. And so um, kind of excited about it. Um, you know, the the 
the motivating factor for it really was all the renovations that were, were we've got going on at the facility. But um, you know, I kind of like the thought of taking the group, you know, out of town and, and holding them up in a hotel, and um, our guys really, you know, developing a, a you know a bond. You know, during that time. What's your role in that? In establishing the culture and establishing the buy-in, like now that you've got the two years under your belt. That yeah, look, you, I, you need to do. Yeah, I, well, I think it all starts with me. You know, and and so, um, yeah, I think setting the setting the mindset for the type of team that we're going to be, um, having that filter down through coaching staff and the veteran players, leaders on our football team. Um, and, and we've got to make sure that we're holding everybody accountable to the standard that we need to have to, uh, to have the type of success that we want, that we want to have. Um, and, and look, everybody wants to win, you know, and I think it's my job to teach what it takes to win. Um, and, and, then, and then everybody's got to be held accountable to that standard. And when you went through the uh, uh, like off-season review process, what what were some of the things that you checked off? Like self-review, like this is something I want to do better in year three. Um, yeah, well, I, th- I think that I think I think holding everybody accountable to the standard in, at which we need to uh, be held at, and so um, and and holding the coaches to that standard, and then the coaches holding the players to that standard. Um, and players holding each each other to that standard, and and like I said, I think that all starts starts at the top, and that starts with me. You mentioned earlier Marshawn and right now, just as a coach, what is that process like of figuring out who's on the roster? And specifically with him, like if you guys do decide to move on or trade, like that that's a really big decision. What kind of goes into that? If, however, whatever you end up. Yeah, I mean, I, I think really it's about you know. Um, I think it's about guys um, that we feel like can help us, you know, win football games. Guys that we feel like can uh, continue to build the right type of um, culture here, um, and guys that are, you know, willing to do the things that are it's necessary to do to uh, to succeed. And so, um, look, like I said, I mean, Marshawn's part of our football team. He's been a big part of our football team. Um, unfortunately, the last couple of years, health has been a uh, a big factor in that, and so um, I think the biggest thing is is you know let's get Marshawn healthy and let's see where we're at as a football team, and um, you know we'll get the right guys out there that give us a chance to to win. Saints head coach Dennis Allen speaking at the NFL Combine today. Uh, you heard about Ryan Ramchek uh, did have surgery to clean up some things in his knee, Cajun Cannon. Yeah, uh, you know what? Um, when you hear Dennis Allen speak. I think the more he becomes a head coach, uh, you know, obviously with the Raiders, not with the Saints. Yeah, he's more and more confident, and I I think that uh, he can have success, and he can win. And I'll, I always tell you this: that uh, even if it's Sean Payton, who we've had success with in the past. If the Denver Broncos offense sucks, that's Sean Payton. But he ain't in charge of the defense. Right. The same thing, you don't know everything. Nobody knows everything. Offense, defense, special teams. You have to have a wheelhouse. What's your expertise? 
So Dennis Allen, now, if you go into 2024 season, if the defense is not uh, playing up to par, then it's on Dennis Allen. Now, if the offense is not getting it done, it's Coach Kubiak. But who hired Coach Kubiak? But what's funny is if the offense isn't getting done, Dennis Allen will still get the blame because he is the head coach. Without a doubt. (laughs) Without a doubt. But I just think Dennis Allen uh, has a whole lot of confidence uh, going forward and where we're at uh, with the Saints team. Yeah, the the defenses have been phenomenal for him. I mean, even last year, uh, points allowed and turnovers were up. Yeah, well, that has to continue. Uh, what we did with taking away the football and, and uh, the turnover differential. Just got to uh, fix the sack you know, numbers and the run nine, defense. Uh, yeah, plus 10 and all that. You got to be uh, opportunistic as far as uh, setting the tone of the game. And if that happens, I think we're going to be all right. I mean, Derek Carr, I think, uh, because I've been there. You change teams and you go to a different atmosphere. Uh, you you want to get your feet on solid ground. And then you want to be familiar with what you're actually doing. Now, Derek Carr, considering uh, uh, he was on a slippery uh, slope at the beginning of the season, look how strong he finished on the back end. So right now, he should be able to build upon that. Even though it's different with Coach Kubiak, I expect Derek Carr to kick butt. I expect Derek Carr to have an outstanding Seizing in 2024. Well, let's hope the run uh, game starts kicking butt. Help them out. Right. Help them out. It's a whole team offensive game. Run game. You do play action. You throw the ball. All of that goes hand in hand. I'm telling you. We're not just going to like throw it 50 times a game and hope we can make it work out. we got to win up front. Running the ball, play action, all of that comes into, uh, to fruition. But I can tell you right now. I don't know. Uh, maybe I might be um, misdiagnosing um, Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr will be outstanding next year. Uh, outstanding? Uh, I'm not saying he's going to be the next Pat Mahomes. Better but, be outstanding enough to win the NFC South. Yes, I, I think he's going to be amongst the best. Uh, I would say more the latter part of the top 10. 8, 9, 10 around there instead of 12, 13, 14, 15, somewhere around there. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.